Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, everyone, to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Let me tell you guys, you can always find us, listen to our live programs, our archived episodes, and our podcasts. You can go to blogtalkusa.com. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can find us any place you can find podcasts. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, under the banner of Blog Talk USA, and you can find Marvelous Monday and A View from the Top on that platform. And however you're finding us, we appreciate that you are and that you keep coming back and listening. We are absolutely nothing without you, and we appreciate each and every one of you. And now for your host, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Rihanna, and it is just an amazing pleasure to hear your outstanding voice. I miss you when you're not here, and I want you to be thank here, you. and so does Dr. Hagney, because well, you've been here already, time. right? That voice is really pleasant. Amazing I voice. I long, long time. So long, how you too long. Well, how are you doing, Dr. Hagney? Oh, bless, bless, I tell you. It's very exciting to be here. Bless, bless, bless by the best. Is that right? We're all blessed by the That's best. Right. Yes. That's right. Yes, That's yes, so true. yes. Well, let's do our roll call first, and then we're going to get right down. We're going to have, we have two amazing guests that's going to be on with us uh, in, in a short bit after we get your report, uh, Dr. Hagney. But let's find out if all the team members are here. Dr. Carr, are you there? I am here. Good evening. Good evening, Dr. Carr. How are you doing? I'm quite well. Very good, very good. So that's Dr. Carr. Tell us where you're from, Dr. Carr. We we have people all over the nation to make sure that we're bringing the news and the best news and up-to-date news. So Dr. Carr is out of? I am out of the great state of Arkansas. (laughs) I have a great state of Arkansas. Okay, so Miss Rihanna, is uh, Mr. Arthur there? Mr. Arthur, are you here? Not yet, I don't think. Not yet. What about Pastor Cooper? Is Pastor Cooper on? Not yet. Not we have yet. Our okay, on, but right. not Pastor Cooper or Mr. Arthur. We have yet. Our, okay, well, I'm excited about our, our special guest. But, Dr. Hackney, we're going to go ahead and let you kick us off and and tell us exactly what's going on in the medical world and anything that you feel that we need to know before we get down into the show. And then we'll give uh, Dr. Carr the opportunity to let us know what's going on in the great state of Arkansas and his area. And, uh, and then maybe we can hear from Dallas, Texas, and I can talk about what's going on in the great city of Tyler, Texas. And then we'll go from there. Dr. Hagner, Dr. Richard Hagner. I'm always excited to talk about healthcare. In these United States, as always, I start off with COVID. I tell people oh, the COVID is still here and keep up the precautions, protect your seniors and your parents. 
with this, all this summer activities, family reunions, school, church revivals, and all those, and graduations. Let's protect, continue to protect our seniors. Uh, there's, a, there's a discussion about the new, the new uh, ladies' booths will be available probably somewhere in September. Uh, but the discussion is not conclusive about what the cost is going to be. It's going to be somewhere in the range of uh, $120. Uh, that so that's uh, that. There's a lot of criticism with the companies, the administration trying to advise them to ask them to keep the price down because well, you know, right. a lot of the, a lot of the new drug development is actually funded by the government, not totally, but the reason why that some like twelve billion dollars whatever was put into the research and development of this vaccine, and a lot of your a lot of your drugs, the research is paid by the government, so rightfully they should have. a say about these companies just want to just price us price the market uh like i say somewhere around september uh it's going to be interesting to have people uh, uh get that next booster uh you know when you think about the amount of money that left over from the last program something like 30 million dollars and uh mm-hmm. that was left over from covid i wish in texas i just watched i would just i just wish i had a hundred thousand that much <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's besides the point Absolutely. but the uh, but what's going to be the key will be the role of the black church. We demonstrated that over the last three years. So the, the reason why that's a fact, because trust in health care uh, from the community of color is in the black church and black pastor. So a way that black pastors, if they step up and handle this, we should do fairly well with the, with, with the boosters. But what I want to re- really emphasize what has occurred, in last week I mentioned all these all these organizations should talk about health care. There's an article that ARP uh you know, ARP black life mm-hmm. expectancy almost six years less than white lives. When we're talking about I'm talking about a current July August report. You know, and so when you look at this and seven seventy point eight years of life expectancy at birth for black Americans in twenty twenty one. You know, the study mm-hmm. estimated uh life ex- it's excess life loss among black couples uh, by comparison of age or their death of care, typically, you know, life expectancy. So when we see that uh, in 2021, white American life expectancy is uh, 76.4. CDC reports that the black American is uh, 70.8. When I, mm-hmm. So and because all things occur, we talk about all the disease and all that. That's fine. And, you know, the pandemic also widen the gap between black and white mortality rates. So we healthcare has to be one of the top uh, items on everybody's agenda, all the national groups and everything, because that's what that's what's killing us. That's what's occurring here. So we yeah. can go there with prostate and all the other ones. I just want to mention that we need to be aware of that and all the yeah. combination of all is causing this. So we we have to be about protecting ourselves and and uh, and doing the research and also control our data. And, and be involved in research, and, and it goes on and on. But we just need to step sure. up and, and play a role in our health care. Very good. That's Excellent. It. Thank you so much. That outstanding report, uh, Dr. Hagney. Uh, then we're going to go to Dr. Carr and let him briefly, and then uh, Ms. Rihanna can let us know if there's anything uh, new in Kentucky. It was uh, Moscow. Uh, well, excuse me, I'm sorry, Mitch McConnell. And so, uh, anyways, Dr. <laughs> o- Dr. Odell Carr, any reports from you from uh, Arkansas? In Arkansas, uh, Dr. Hadney must be reading my notes because in Arkansas we begin to see 
a uh, an increase in COVID cases in our state. And uh, as a matter of fact, on Friday, uh, my sister-in-law called me and asked me if I would escort her to a uh, doctor's appointment, Dr. Hagney, which I did. I drove her mm-hmm. to the physician's office, and I waited uh, for her to return when she came out. I asked about her well-being. Of course, right now she's being treated with a high-powered medication, some sort of pill for her reoccurring cancer uh, issue. But when she came out, she said, well, they said I tested positive for COVID, and, of course, that rung a bell. So immediately I come home and uh, began to segregate myself from, separate myself from my wife. And so I'm on one end of the house and she's on another. And uh, I kind of wanted to get some advice from Dr. Hedden on this because my sister-in-law said that the clinicians indicated that uh, it's kind of being categorized into a new uh, level uh, of the cold and that the booster is going to be the uh, item that will be uh, in the forefront as far as how this new resurgence of COVID is going to be uh, treated. So I'm kind of at a loss as to what to do, uh, and I'm scheduled tomorrow, Dr. Hadney, to go to one of the uh, local urgent care clinics here in Arkansas because I'll be five days, well, I'll be away from Friday to Tuesday. I'll be going in and asking for a COVID test, and I'm not sure if that's the correct procedure on uh, my part or not. You might want to advise me on that before tomorrow so that I'll be following through properly and I can teach and train in my congregation and in my community that if, in fact, something happens in this resurgence of COVID, here are steps that you might want to take to uh, ensure yeah. that you get maximize your health. So I really like to hear from Dr. Hadney on that yeah. to give me some personal guidance Excellent. as to what to do from here. Yeah. That's 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 yes. That's what when we say COVID has not disappeared. I we are well, a cousin of ours. She had she was admitted to the hospital and she was also diagnosed with COVID. See, there are long-term COVID. That's an area that uh, Dr. McKellar could also talk about. There are a lot of conditions we're seeing now really yeah. Uh, yeah. possibly could be diagnosed as long-term COVID. Uh, that, that's right. So that's understanding what occurred to COVID, and that's why I just I'm just going to say it. We gave up on what, too early. And addressing your yeah. point, uh, I was very impressed with my physician office last week because she's requiring everybody to have a mask in her, in, in, in her office. And I was impressed right. with that. I always talk about Dr. McKellar's church. is a standard procedure. And so we mm-hmm. have to get back to that. But also when you yeah. mentioned the test, you know, that was another thing that occurred. Tests used to be to a search they free. That's one of the things not available anymore. That's another uh, shortcoming. The tests should have been continuing. They should be free. Uh, and, and so, yes, definitely yeah. back. Which is good with your doctor your office is doing, doing the test. Yes, you need to do your test because see that's going to show where the condition, but also that's going to put us in. And we mentioned the new, the new. So what in the research they are designing these new vaccines because of all the different variants of the of the of the, of the uh, COVID. So when they do the research, all this money, they're looking at all the variants of the, not the first one, because this COVID virus is, is mutating. And so what they're doing with the new virus, with the vaccines, they're trying to keep up and try to stay ahead of that mutation. So they answer your question, right. yes, be tested. And also that's going to be, that's going to be the discussion when they roll out this new variant to get people to receive that, let them understand mm-hmm. that COVID is mutating, it's a new variant, but they also didn't probably, this vaccine probably be the most specific one for the current uh, variant. So, 
So, and that's what, that's what we're going to be in our church and get the information out. But I, the uh, we 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 didn't we have not learned how to diagnose and also treat long-term COVID. Uh, a lot of the respiratory, a lot of a lot of elements individuals seeing now uh, is good. Your physician first thing they need to do is test for COVID, and that's what they did with just us. They should just treat someone for a common cold or whatever, and send them home or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. I advise all the officers when someone come in with these ailments, these long-term ailments, make sure you test them for COVID. And And actually, Dr. Dr. Carr should have immediately been tested. Were you immediately tested after being around your... your, Yeah, you should have. And and you you do know that. I don't know if you have test kits at home where you can actually test yourself. Uh, Those were sent out by the President of the United States for all of Americans that wanted to apply for them or get them. But or, And some people didn't even have to do that. They just automatically came to their homes. But I, I share with you, Dr. Carr, that even though you probably don't know this, but, but all the rest of the team members do, I had a nephew that just died of COVID just April of 2023. Oh. Uh, he got it. That was his second time getting it. He got it, passed it over to his father. His father died of it. And then, uh, and then my nephew got it again the second time. It's it, long-term covid damaged his heart, damaged his cardiovascular uh, system, and so he died in April of COVID. And so that's a long haul. He was a long hauler. It just stuck with him and and just destroyed. He was a young man, uh, 59 years of age. So as Dr. Hagney says, COVID still exists, unfortunately. And so this past weekend in Tyler, we had five reunions going on all at the same. So lots of people in closed areas. And so it would not be surprising. And then, of course, I just left a uh, convention in Chicago where we actually had our grant. Yes, but I I protected myself when I was in a large group of people. There was 9,000 of us that were there. So, uh, So you just kind of still have to be a little careful. Thank you so much for okay. that, and we can talk to you Absolutely. more about that offline if, if you need to talk with Dr. Hagney or myself. Uh, Ms. Rihanna, yes. anything uh, before we bring our guests in, anything that you want to share with us from Kentucky? Oh, <laughs> You're going to make me bring him up. and I'm not the ambassador for Mitch McConnell, but I'll do anything my mother tells me to do. So. <laughs> She's so kind. I love her. <laughs> so, uh, right there. I'll bring up the two things of note that I saw in the news, uh, what this fool is doing at this point. Um, One is, of course, displaying the fact that he has no observable backbone whatsoever in that little body of his. Uh, Senate Democrats are pressuring him to end Tommy Tuberville's reckless military blockade. Um, Right. As we all know, Tommy Tuberville, Senator Tuberville, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, has been single-handedly blocking the promotion of hundreds of generals and admirals and threatening, uh, according to Senate Democrats and according to reality, uh, threatening our national security over his opposition to a Defense Department policy that pays travel expenses for service members who are in need of going out of state to obtain a medical procedure, a medical health procedure that is none of Tommy Tuberville's business at all. Um, 
they, Senate Democrats, um, are begging Mitch McConnell to do something about this. And, of course, Mitch McConnell um, sits there uh, doing nothing about it. So um, that's a whole issue. Um, Another issue that I noticed is another display of his lack of backbone, declining to say whether Donald Trump should be charged criminally for his role leading an armed insurrection and inciting violence uh, to disrupt our democratic democratic process um, mm-hmm. of counting votes uh, for January 6th. Yeah. Um, not Thank saying you. anything at all and still trying to not come out in his defense, standing on that line or, or slithering on that line, I should say. So those are the two right. things that I noticed. I've That's done my job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You did a great job at that. And, and, and I'm sure that we'll talk about that at the near the end of the show once we have our amazing oh. guests. And, and, I, and I'll yes, share ma'am. this with you. As a, as a retired United States Army officer, I'm troubled mm-hmm. by the fact that you're trying to preclude generals and admirals and anybody from moving mm-hmm. forward and getting the promotions that they so richly deserve. I'm troubled yeah. by that, and I'll, I'll leave it there. Let me ask you if Mr. Arthur is on, Ms. Rihanna, before we bring in our special guest for the evening. We have a full board here, and Mr. Arthur, if okay. you are on, please press 1. I don't see his number on yet. Okay. And okay. Um, I'll also ask the, the specific the guests who will be speaking if they will all press 1 now. Yes, it's it's two very, very special young ladies that I have the distinct pleasure of meeting them uh, telephonically. Right. I was in Los Angeles at a convention, and my dear sister, uh, Professor, uh, California Connection, I'm sorry, California Connection, we call it California Connection. She's no stranger to radio and television here in, in Texas. And so she introduced me to these two lovely ladies, uh, and everybody that knows me knows that for a very, very long time, I have been quite interested in economic development and the black dollar in particular. I had a conference here in Tyler, Texas in 1980 talking about the black dollar and how I wanted us as the churches to come together, bring their monies together and start a credit union. And so we never got to that point. We did have a black bank. Uh, here in Tyler for a very long time that ended up closing up. But I was so impressed with these very brilliant uh, young women uh, and the work that they are doing. And so they were on our Thursday show, and, boy, was it they were, they were hot, I'm telling you. People, our phones were blowing up after those ladies uh, came off the show. And so I thought it would be very important to bring them right here uh, to our Marvelous Monday, our Monday night show, so some of our other constituents around the world can, can hear about them as well. So I'm going to ask, um, I'm going to, Ambassador, if you'll start, I think both of them are on. So if Ambassador will start with now. you. Yes, and if you would introduce yourself, and then and then our second sister introduces herself, and then we're going to have some questions, or you can just start talking to us and letting us know what you ladies are doing and how you're bringing uh, not just America together economically, uh, people of color in particular that I'm interested in, and then um, the nation as a whole. Ambassador, are you there? 
I am. I am here. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about whatever you want us to know, and then uh, and then tell us about the project. Okay. Uh, well, I am Ambassador Tashira Green. I'm excited um, for what we are doing and basically transforming lives. I am located in uh, Dallas, Georgia. Um, beautiful place, beautiful people, and um, <laughs> we are just excited to share this uh, opportunity. Um, this opportunity is basically uh, it, it's changing lives, number one. It is something that has never been heard before, and I know what we are doing, um, we are transforming lives. With uh, Apostle Camille, she is in um, the chief executive, CEO, of course, and the Global Dynamic Prayer Club became 15 years, uh, 15 years back. But what they're doing is basically just trying to get everybody together, especially uh, the minorities, to get them together to know that there is hope, that there is something that they can do. They are here. They are going to be extending. They are going to be expanding. Um, they are going to have different locations as well. And I know we can go into so many other information of what it is, their goal and their vision. Um, they do have a short term. And they're here to build two to three minority-owned banks and credit unions in the next three to five years. Um, we strongly believe that it will happen before that. And their first location will be Virginia, South Carolina, and then Georgia. Of course, there's going to be many, many other states as well, but that's their short-term goal. Their long-term is to build a minority-owned um, bank, again, credit unions, in every single major city in the United States of America and globally. And what I love about this is they're taking it one step at a time. What I also love about it, we all have an opportunity now to transform everybody's lives that has been waiting for something like this. Um, it is a compound for only $10. Guys, let me tell you something. Chick-fil-A is 10 bucks. Right? Yes, but, yeah. but, but Ambassador, Ambassador, if I, if I could jump in for just a second, because yeah. we're riled up and ready to go. But I want to bring in the other, I want to bring in uh, uh, Ms. Rhonda Doucette. I want her to introduce yeah. herself. And then we also have Ms. Crystal Bean that's on with us tonight out of Dallas, okay. Texas. And so once Ms. Rhonda introduces herself, and then Ms. Crystal can say hello. She's no stranger to this station. Yes. Then we want to get deeply into just where you were about to take us. <laughs> I can't okay. wait till you get there. But, awesome. I, but I do want to bring in all the guests. Ms. Rhonda, are you there? I am there. Great evening. Okay. Great evening, everyone. Yes. Hi, my name is Rhonda Doucette. I'm located here in southwest Louisiana. A little bit about me. I'm a mother to three amazing children. I have been in this industry going on approximately three years. What I have here is um, an amazing program that we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, my backstory, I've been in the um, cooking industry for approximately 18 and 19 years. I am currently a retired chef. I retired in the year 2020, and now my focus is financial solutions. Thank you very much. Very good. And Ms. Crystal, would you say hello to everybody uh, before we go back to uh, Ambassador and Ms. Rhonda? Ms. Crystal, are you there? Okay. I, I thought she was. I know she is. I have, she just I have three lines yeah. oh, open. Okay. Her line is a 310, Ms. Rihanna, out of um, California. Oh. 310. Ms. Crystal, uh, I see a couple of 310 numbers. Please press one, okay. Ms. Crystal. 
Ms. Crystal, there we press go. one. Okay. Go okay, ahead. Line's open. Say hello. Go ahead, Ms. Crystal. Hi, everyone. Yes, this is Crystal with Unleash Elite Coaching. Um, I'm no stranger to the show. I've been on the show a couple of times. As you all know, my background is in anti-money laundering and productivity intelligence. I've done that over 20 mm-hmm. years. And then I started my own business with Unleash Elite Coaching. Right now we have a podcast on Biz TV on Roku. So I'm so excited to announce that. And we have a lot of people, a lot of views. Um, and we do about motivational, inspirational stuff, life coaching. So thank you again for having me on the show. Okay, great, great. Welcome. Okay, so so Ambassador, now we'll go back to you and so that you can let our audience out there know uh, the process and the steps that you're going in order to get these banks open up and running. So I'll turn it over to you. Oh, absolutely. Um, as we were talking about, it's just the compound for the $10. Um, it's a Chick-fil-A meal, basically. Uh, I told a lot of people, they said, well, what if it's not real, you know? Um, what if we don't get what we need to get? Well, it is going to be possible to get it. Uh, we call it a 15-day run or 15 different levels, but it's really just $10. It's changing and transforming people's lives. We are all excited. Um, we will end up getting, at the end of everything, $162,840, but they had actually launched this in May of this year of 2023. So there's so many things that is coming, and I would love um, – People to just know that there is an opportunity that is out there that is transforming lives. It's not really what happens to you. It's how you deal with what happens to you. We have the compound that we're going to be talking about, the compound effect, and I'll have Rhonda go through from there moving forward, but the compound effect, how magnificent it is, like, like Albert Einstein stated, you know, compound is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. So what we're doing now is really just teaching and educating the people about the compound effect, which is the doubling effect moving forward with only $10. So I'll have Rhonda go ahead and continue from there. Thank you, darling. Yes, compounding simply means to multiply. What we're starting at the basis of um, educating people on compounding and what it really means. An average person will look at an opportunity like this, and they will say, this is not possible. They will label it a scam because they don't have the knowledge and they weren't properly educated on what compounding interest is. And not so much as compounding interest. With this particular opportunity, what we're doing is we're compounding money and we're also compounding people. So it is the power of two. One person comes in pays a one-time donation of $10, that one person shares this opportunity with two people and have them duplicate it the same way, pay their $10, and also share it with two more people and have them duplicate that down to 15 days, and they will see how possible it is for a one-time donation to profit you $162,840. This is a masterpiece opportunity. It's never before seen. The goal here is to pay it forward. This is not an opportunity for people that are selfish and like to keep good news to, the, to themselves. This is for people that have a servant's heart, just like Jesus. Jesus came here to serve, right? So we're paying it forward and positively impacting the masses in a positive way, right? I said I labeled it the awakening. I would love to call this opportunity the awakening. 
because the awakening means to be, to come to the realization, to be aware, to be made aware of what's really happening in this world today. To whom much is given, much is also required. So we want to share this with every single person. The number one thing here is we're only asking for $10. We're only asking you to tell it to two people. But if we ask ourselves this, how can you really share an amazing opportunity of this magnitude with only two people? There's no way. I personally have shared this with more than 100 people within a month. More than 100 people I have opened my mouth to share this opportunity with because I want every single person on this earth to be aware of what's happening and to know that they can also take a part of something so amazing and something so lucrative. Great. What, let me ask you this. This, this is beautiful. Um, and what, what is it that is within you, and you really probably kind of answered this, both of you, that wants to make sure that everybody hears about this opportunity? Because I, economic development is always important uh, to people, and especially people who work at city level. I'm in city government, and I always want to see people progress and and move forward and not stay in the same place that they started at, say, 10 years or so ago. I see people every single day still calling, asking about jobs. Now, I haven't really moved forward to the next, what I call the next level and the next level and the next level. So what was it that you saw that made you want to to get involved with this and make sure that everybody, because you talked about that you've, you've spoken to more than 100 people. And since Thursday, you came on our Thursday show, and since Thursday, Ms. Crystal and myself and John and some of the others, I mean, we there's been probably about 30 or 40 people that have called us that listen to the show that want to know more about this opportunity. Just give us a little bit more on, on your feelings in regards to trying to help people. It's, for me, it's simple. I realize my purpose on this earth is to serve. Some people Excellent. will keep the good news and want to, you know, keep it to themselves, and that's why people, people believe, the majority of the people in this world believe that only the rich get richer. I believe that that is a myth. That is not true. The poor can also get richer, and it's not a not using the word rich because there's a difference in the word rich and then there's a difference in the word wealth. And I also believe that there's a difference in um, having a poor mindset and then there's a versus a wealthy mindset. And I definitely believe that if we all took the time to educate ourselves and reprogram our minds, we would be much further in life. Because if you want a different result, you have to be able to do something different. Exactly. Now, can you tell us a little bit about, um, I know that several of you that are involved in the operation worked in banking or still maybe work in banking? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So, so it's important. So then what I see, it's important for, for not just what, in particular minorities to really be educated on the banking system, how it works, and how they can invest a small amount of money and turn out to have very large returns, right? And I I think we can't emphasize that enough 
because I've heard I've had a couple people say, uh, well, there's no way that ten dollars can bring me a hundred thousand uh, six figures. And so, if you can capitalize a little bit more on left side to right side, left side, so forth and so on, on how that that fifteenth level can accomplish that kind of money. If you can give us a little bit more on that. Yes, absolutely. The, the average person was always told to go get a bank account, get a checking account, and savings yes. account and have your money grow, yes. right? Not realizing yes. that we're trusting absolute strangers with our money, don't realize what are they doing to uh, make money. I was asked the question today, well, where's the money coming from? Yes. Easy. I explained it earlier. The money is coming from the community. Yes. Every person that donates $10 and they share this opportunity with two people and those two people continue to duplicate that same process, 15 levels down, 15 days down, collectively that would be over 32,000 people. And 32,000 people, if they completed the strategy and they understood the mission, they would share this with two people and all 32,000 people would all receive that 162 840 payout. That's exactly what That's I wanted to hear you happen. say. <laughs> exactly. You want so to hear me say it? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. But the thing is you have to duplicate it the right way. Everyone has to come in here like-minded with an understanding of the mission and a goal. You have to execute. You have to continue to do it for 15 days in order for you to have that payout. Now, let's say if you don't duplicate it, let's say you stall for a little bit. You don't get your two people in until two days later. Your 15-day payout will be stalled for two days as well. You will not get that payout until day 17, if that makes right, sense. Right, right. It makes a lot of sense. So tell me, what is, what's your favorite thing about working uh, for this company and working this project? What what do, what do you come I mean, when I'm talking to the people, I mean, the feeling that you get of being able to help somebody who who have had economic uh, distress for a long, long time, uh, living from paycheck to paycheck from the beginning of the month to the end of the month. What what do you feel? What's your favorite thing that you're feeling about working with this company? The best thing I love is instilling new hope, a newfound hope in people, making love people to, to see that there is an opportunity available. So many people are in need of an opportunity like this, but they don't know where to get stored. When people say, oh, my gosh, you, my prayers have been answered. Oh, my gosh, I was really crying real tears because I didn't know how I was going to do it. But here you come with this. A lady told me this. Oh, here you come with this. Right. I'm in real tears. That's what she told me. And that brings yeah. me to tears. That motivates me to continue going. That being in the space, having people say, oh, my gosh, in six months I was able to pay off 40K in debt. Oh, my gosh. In, in, in one year I was able to pay off my house. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm wow. able to get that pool in the ground for my kids this summer. Just hearing those little stories from members in this space, that would make, that's what, that's what this is about. 
It's about people. It's about sharing it. It's about paying it forward. So someone can take that and pay it forward and help someone else. That's beautiful. You know, you mentioned Virginia, you mentioned South Carolina, you mentioned Georgia. Well, I'm here to tell you that I mentioned Texas. I mentioned East Texas. I mentioned Tyler in particular. (laughs) Dr. Hackney and I live in Tyler, Texas, and I want Tyler, Texas to be next. So I see, how do you see the company, and then I'm going to bring in the rest of the team because I know they're chomping at the bits to ask you questions, but, but how do you see this company evolving over the next Next five years, because I heard you say three to five, uh, you want to start. I don't know if that's the first uh, bank that you want to build or if it's all three locations, but where do you see our company? And I say our company because I proudly say I am a part of the yes. company now. <laughs> and and Miss Crystal is part of the company now. So, uh, so where do you see us evolving in the next five years? The short-term goal was three to five years, but being that it has been in development for three years already, yes, those states mentioned Georgia, South Carolina, and Virginia will be the first three locations. Then they will branch out to other states and other countries as well. I'm even hearing Bahamas, Canada, and even Africa as well. So in the next five years, we can do five banks. I strongly believe that. Right, and I strongly believe that too. And I'll share with the team that when I was on that Zoom, I was only on that first Zoom in California for about 30 minutes, and I was thumbing and thumbing and thumbing. There were so many people from London and Africa and America. Mm -hmm. I was overwhelmed when I saw how you ladies have reached out to the world, not just America, but to the world because there were people in other parts of the world to include the continent of Africa that was on that Zoom. That was amazing, amazing. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go to Dr. Carr, I'll go to you first, and we'll go to uh, Dr. Hagney and then Ms. Rihanna, uh, if she's free, and ask any questions that you'd like to ask of these ladies. Uh, Dr. Carr. Thank you. I have a couple of questions. Uh, question number one uh, regarding the plan is, how are the funds moved from uh, person to person? And secondly, is it possible that we could access the plan in some written format to study uh, after the show is over tonight? Absolutely. So when everyone okay. deposits their one-time uh, donation, once you sign up for your account, you're taken to uh, your dashboard. Then you will pay your $10 donation via debit or credit card. All of the funds are being stored in a trust until it is released. When you have completed your 15-day payout, an admin will reach out to you, and there's a form in your back office. Well, you click Request for Payout, fill out that information, and what you need to set up is a WISE account. A WISE account is an international account where one individual can hold millions of dollars at a time. So that WISE account will be yours forever. You can choose to only withdraw 10K to that WISE account, or you can take the whole $162,000 out at one time yes okay and yes absolutely we can definitely uh have something scripted up for you if you would love to have it in a written form yes i would thank you very much well and can i jump in if i can jump in for a second uh dr hagney uh, excuse me uh, dr carr when my sister informed me about this program i said um 
I said to her, I, I think I lost about ten, fifteen dollars uh, last week, and I had it in a little envelope somewhere. And so I wait. We waste. We waste ten dollars almost every day if you go to Starbucks uh, and you spend. You buy that expensive coffee. So I said to her, to my sister, even if it never happened, which I believe, which I know it has happened, it's happening already. So what if I lost ten dollars? That's how I looked Absolutely. at it, and I said, and I said, sign me up. <laughs> and she, she said, "You got it." So, anyways, go ahead. Right. So, what do we really have to lose? Ten dollars, right? Ten dollars for some exactly. leftovers that we throw out of our fridge every day in the exactly. trash. Exactly. We throw throw away $10 worth of food every day. Unfortunately, in America, uh, you you self-endowed people waste a lot of food when we have some homeless people and some people that that need to be fed. But at any rate, uh, go ahead, uh, Dr. Hagney, and then we'll go to Ms. Rihanna. And then you, we'll see if Mr. Arthur's on the phone. Go ahead. When you mentioned you mentioned in ten dollars earlier. A friend of ours got in one of the nutritional drinks line and she ordered yeah. this drink. And when she got to the cash first it was ten dollars. So, so so she was shocked and went back to the ten dollars. So I thought about it when you mentioned that. Basically, when I talk to everybody, there are two things I always thought of, particularly when I'm looking at the southern states, particularly Texas. Uh, I ask people, have you read the book Plantation Life in Texas? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm having everybody, I don't care if you're teaching public school, medical school, nursing school, all of the political politicians and everybody. If you're going to yeah. function in Texas, on you must read the plantation life in Texas, because <laughs> the plan, you know, because you know, you have to understand the population you're uh, selling. I mean, present something to. That's why I was telling people don't don't bring anybody from Atlanta or other places into East Texas, and think you're going to implement that program in East Texas by t- by telling them how great it was in Atlanta or Virginia or some other place. Because the understanding plantation life, so I would advise you to do that uh, as you're thinking about moving into Texas and some other states. Another important point that's arising is data. Uh, the, most of the data in America is inaccurate, uh, so there is a need for, and also we as African Americans, we need to generate and control data. Uh, we're in the process of developing a banking survey to really truly identify. The data, but also we're going to maintain that data. Uh, the other it area is always health care. It's it always health care. And so what, how this, see, when you talk about poverty uh, in, in this region, well, we could talk about right middle of Houston where the poverty has increased. Uh, I'm in a county here where about 70, 78% of the population is poverty. So uh, that, so the healthcare component, for example, in your presentation, how is that? How would this impact life expectancy of blacks, where we've lost a ten-year life or less? Uh, what, so people, this is what people are concerned with when they go to the doctors here in Texas. Uh, not only disparity, but also the cost of healthcare. And and, I, and so I would just want to, in your presentation, I think you need to suggest how this will impact. I know you can say you have more money, you can do what you want. But that, uh, how that impacts that, uh, and that, I think, uh, and also the educational component, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be very interesting to do that, critical to do that. But I always say, say never overlook the black church. 
you want to reach the uh, black community, I know for a fact in rural East Texas, you have to go through the black church. And, that's, and see, that church have always been the resource of everything in our community. We in America have moved away from that. Uh, what we need to get back to the church being a resource to get information into the community, whether it be finance, whether it may be health care, maybe education, whatever. I would strongly advise you to uh, look at that. Uh, include the churches uh, in your educational component. There are excellent places where you, all churches basically vacant on Saturdays. Uh, there are places you can go in there and give presentations and all that. And, and also, another thing I need to tell you, trust in America is not in the uh, political system, it's not in dollars, it's not into names. The trust in America is in the black church. And it's a black, and, and with a black pastor. So if you want to, when you move, look at these southern states, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, uh, these plantation states, uh, don't, don't forget to include your black church as you uh, educate, your education component to, uh, as you target the black community. That's and let me, I, can I jump in there? I want to jump in there uh, on that, uh, ladies, if you don't mind. Uh, and that, that's where we come in at. And let me tell you, today, Today we talked to two pastors because I think I mentioned at the onset, uh, Ambassador and uh, Miss Rhonda, is that back in 1979, I went to the churches. The churches were taking, a, and I can tell you my church, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 every Sunday morning. And on Monday morning, they carry that money to the bank. On Tuesday morning, they go and make a loan. And they had perfectly good credit, ladies and gentlemen, but they were charged 12, 10 to 12% interest rates. And then I had, I was, how do I know this? Because I worked in banking for nine years. And then my, my friends of Caucasian persuasion that looks like Miss Rihanna, except Miss Rihanna had good credit, but these people <laughs> would come to the bank with not so good credit. And they were getting loans with 4% and 6% interest rates. Correct. So I was handling mm. all of this money. I was taking care of commercial accounts. I was taking care of church accounts. But the, but the pastors couldn't hear me. Maybe it was because this little girl, this little black girl came in trying to ask them, or then maybe they saw me trying to tell them what to do with their money. Well, no, I was just presenting and educating because my parents said education is to give away, not to keep, right? So I was giving them away the education of how the banks were charging them these high interest rates when they had excellent question, uh, uh, excellent credit. And that – so – you're right, Dr. Hagney. We do still have to go to the churches because everything that happened in our communities was happened through our black churches. So today, Dr. Keller, can I speak on that a second? Oh, oh, come on in there, Pastor. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I've been listening and, and gleaning. This is Pastor uh, thank Michael you all. Cooper, one of our other hosts. Go ahead, Pastor Cooper, and introduce yourself to these lovely ladies, Ambassador Green and uh, Miss Rhonda Doucette. Go ahead. Thank you all for, for being here tonight. Uh, yes, Pastor Mike Cooper, I also uh, hail from East Texas by way of Magnolia Springs and uh, now in Southeast Texas. Uh, so we want that same mentality out here. But it, exactly to echo what Dr. McKellar is saying, uh, that wasn't just in 79. Uh, I was hmm. in what we call a local mega church here and bringing my business 
uh, expertise to uh, the church as a young minister uh, 22 years ago. That was, uh, I guess, that put you in the late 1990s or something and early mm-hmm. 2000s. Sure, sure, They had sure. 12 and 13% rate then, but what they would do is instill fear in those black pastors and set, because they w- were turned down everywhere. And so yeah. when they finally found someone that would do business with them because they were either too old with no credit uh, as far as the church, and some of them been around for 100, 120 years, no 501C, they were never organized. So when they would find a bank or institution that would uh, help them, they would charge them triple the rate. And yes. so when I joined our local mega church here, I went in, looked at their finances, and, and dropped the rate from 129 to 4%. The payment on a uh, on a large edifice out here was uh, ten thousand a month. It dropped down to forty nine hundred a month. Mm. Amazing! Wow! Amazing! Amazing! You're correct. Is what I'm saying. Right, yes. right, right. Miss Green or or or, or Miss Ambassador right. Green or Miss Rhonda, jump right in there with any comments that you have for us, and then we're going to go to Miss Rihanna because I know she'll have some questions for you as well. Go ahead. I actually have one. This is Crystal, if you don't mind. Uh, my question to you all is, uh, first of all, okay. I'm so excited because you, you're absolutely right, and I was laughing a couple of minutes ago because I think my child, my two-year-old baby, ripped $20 that I had last <laughs> 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 So for me, dollars was like, okay, this is nothing. I waste money at Starbucks. I waste money last week. Like I said, I found money in the Washington thing, right? And so it's about shifting your mindset to to bigger things, right, Um, and investing in yourself and your future. When I see this, I see generational wealth. I see um, investment. One of the things that I want to talk about is how can you help us as far as, like, getting the money? Because money is one part, but it's actually the financial intelligence is the next part. We want to make sure that when people get paid out that they do the right thing to set themselves apart going forward. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is your plan for that? Because financial literacy is so important in the community, period. Beautiful. Beautiful question. Absolutely. You know what? That is a great thing because making $162,840 is great, right? But what do we right. do with that money afterwards? And we have yes. so many different platforms, guys, that we can show you how to multiply that money, right? And, and you're going to make Beautiful. it, yes, with $10, but it's going to be uh, multiplying as we go and to show you now how your money can work for you. So we're going to go through, of course, the first stage, but then we're going to show them how that money can keep working and working. And I know when I was growing yeah. up, I was never told that, you know, money works for us. We had to work for our money. We, we had to go to school and, and, and get this degree so we can become this doctor, right? But now we, can, we right. have the knowledge and the information and the opportunity and the platform. Come on. We have what it takes now and what is needed to show the individual how your money is going to work for you. So, yeah, we have so many things. We just kind of like tell them from step one, step two, step three. When they get that payout, right. we're going to show them how that 162000 with just maybe 20000 or 5000 or maybe 1000 how that money can be duplicated because you know the Bible talks about multiplication and yes, the power sir. of yes, it. We're going to show them how this is going to work for them. And I always tell people this. I said, trust the process. The Bible says yeah. to trust in the Lord 
And I learned in my life to trust in the Lord, whoever we go to, whatever we are doing, to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. Lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our mm-hmm. ways, we're going to acknowledge him and we, he will direct our path. Listen, our path. everybody that is on here tonight, I promise you that you are not here by accident. You are here because you have divine purpose and God is going to use you to break the generational curses that is in your life and in your children's life. You know, the, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. How about that? <laughs> so this is our time to move forward and to get what the enemy has stolen. We will get it back. I'm not going to say 10 times more, but I'm going to say thousands times more. And we just got to move on one step at a time, take one day at a time, and they will be glad that you did. All you got to say is yes. That's it. Say yes, mm-hmm. get in position, and watch and see your life is about to be transformed. <laughs> I home, love it. I love it. I'm going to ask you a question. What about technology and all that? What what technology are you going to use? Uh, because people assume that everybody can use the QR codes and, and uh, phones and all that, but the truth of the matter is that's why we're going to do the data survey. A lot of anything that you assume, that's that's where the government still has to learn. Government thinks you can go to government.gov and get in order everything. They don't realize there are a lot of people in the southern area are not technology savvy. So I'm just asking you, what are your what are your technology? Also, there's an education component to that. Uh, you get into the area, you're talking about broadband access, a lot of this. How are you, what's your plan to reach the community who may not be technology savvy? Uh, and I'll stop there and let you answer that. And before you, before you answer that question, ladies, uh, I want to share with Dr. Hagney and Ms. Crystal can yeah, tell you, we, we, spent, we, we spent 45 minutes with one person on the phone night, was it night before last, night before last, because you're 100% correct, Dr. Hagney, everybody is not computer savvy or techie savvy. And so, and, and so he was not, but, but Dr. Hagney, myself, and I think Pastor John was on, and, and uh, Ms. Crystal, we, we used all of our patients, all of our patients. As a matter of fact, we had two of them, right, Crystal? Ms. Crystal, we had two that we had a female, and yeah. then we had a male, and we spent a lot of time to guide them through because there is a certain part that they have to be on the computer or on their phone mm-hmm. to take care of. Mm-hmm. And, but and you know what answer? You know what he knew after you know what answer, you know what answer that is? You know, we have to include our youth uh who are blessed with technology. And but he was not around in youth. I'm talking about them youth in a church, an area, they know that you can, I always advise, include some youth in your te- technology development, because we have to include our youth in everything we do, because they are our future. So I, that's what we're trying to do. We, that's what we're doing with healthcare and, and all this other health, sure. and get our youth involved for communicating with the seniors, mm-hmm. uh, get that information. Mm-hmm. I'm just advised, I'm just suggesting includes uh, youth in this technology component, and that would be a good way to bring our future leaders 
I'm 81 years old, so. And you know how to use technology. But That's a lot right. of times, Dr. Hagney, we're talking to people who are in their homes that may not have their grandchildren in the home with them. And I'm going to turn this over to the ladies because you want them to answer, not me. But uh, mm-hmm. but just know that that's why Crystal and I said just, and it was Crystal's idea, where, how can we pull the people together and do this all at once? Because we're getting individual phone calls from people from their homes, not from a church, not from, but from their homes wanting us to get them connected right then and there. So mm-hmm. we're doing that right Dr. then and there. Dr. McCullough, let me give it to the ladies. Dr. McCullough, let me ask that. It is so crazy because Please. I can't even focus all day, all day long. I can't focus because people are pinging me. People are emailing me. People are texting exactly. me. They text Dr. Exactly. McCullough. Like right now, yeah. I'm on the phone right now. I have a friend. Hi, shout out to Kanika. I have a friend from, from <laughs> Maryland, right? And that is my road off. She said, Crystal, I can't wait to get on this phone. You know, I'm signing her up. We're, we're back and forth. <laughs> I think I was back. coaching, and I had a seminar. I had to stop what I was doing to sign someone up. They were like, I can't wait because every time you say you're going to call me back, you got you signing up somebody else, and I don't want to be, you know, far from it. So it's been right. massive since I signed up exactly. last Thursday. I, we were able to sign in, like, 10 minutes, 15 people. Meet quickly. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, tons, tons of people. So, it, so the point that she's making is that people all over, because they, right now, as you know, we have people listening everywhere. They're not right here in our community. But when we reach out to organizations like that's what Ms. Crystal and I are doing, reaching out to church like Pastor Cooper, like uh, John Walton, like uh, uh, the pastor over in uh, Mansfield. So we're talking to them so that they can talk to their church members and do that. But I'm going to turn it back over to the ladies because you want to hear from them and not me. So go ahead, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I just wanted him to, um, he mentioned something about, was it data survey? Is that correct? Pastor? Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do a data survey because in Georgia. Can you elaborate on that? I, I, I'm not sure exactly what that is. Well, basically, we uh, we'll ask, I'm not going to tell you specific. Basically, it's collecting the data. Most of the data in America is not accurate uh, from the mm-hmm. viewpoint of a minority viewpoint, uh, population viewpoint. So what we're going to do a survey in northeast Texas. We cover 27 counties in northeast Texas. It's actually going to be a banking survey. It's sort of what Dr. McKellar was alluding to, uh, how, how much money is being deposited in banks. Uh, during the week and what happened at bank and how also the percentage profit that banks are making. See, that's that educational component we are going through through our our net, our task force, the uh, finance education component. So they know it when the bankers and also the bankers are aware we're going to do this survey. So they're going to want to partner with us. So see, once we start collecting our own data and control our own data, then we move forward. That's that's why I mentioned that data survey. They're not only Finance, but it's healthcare and other areas. We've gone to close. We're going to start tracking and documenting data. Absolutely, I love that. Yeah, and I, and I think because every day we don't realize we're we're using data and people are, you know, we're not getting paid for it. Even being on social media, Twitter, emails, data is being used uh, 24 hours a day. So um, mm-hmm. what we have been talking about, I know we're all branched out into different. Uh, Areas, but we also are talking about um, doing these local seminars 
where we can have right. in, in person um, communication mm-hmm. with people like one in my city, then we can do one in Tyler, then Houston, and then Dallas, mm-hmm. Georgia, where uh, Ambassador Tashura is, and then we can just travel everywhere. We can get people together and, and host these local seminars, and right afterwards we can sign people up right then and there exactly. as well. Exactly. Very exactly. Okay. Ms. Rihanna, you have any questions of the ladies? I think, Ms. Rihanna, are you muted out? Of course, she may be uh, taking care of the baby for a minute, but we, we certainly didn't want to overlook her and see if she had uh, any questions that she wanted to ask of the ladies. I think that's really, uh, really important that, uh, that Dr. Hagney has mentioned about coming together. And it's interesting that he's saying that because Ms. Crystal was just saying that on last night when we were on the call, uh, how we can pull pull the people together, and that's why we're talking to the pastors and people like um, uh, uh, Pastor Cooper. And Pastor Cooper, don't think that we were not going to give you a phone call as well, but we knew you were going to be on. We knew that you would be front row center tonight, that you could get it firsthand from these ladies. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and I'll share this with you, uh, Ambassador Green and Miss Rhonda, is that one of the pastor out of uh, Mansfield says, this is so perfect for me because I'm in the process of either building a facility or finding one to purchase uh, for my church because he's outgrown the, the the area where he is. And so that's why I tell you, he's actually a business partner of mine, and that's why I said to him, this is perfect for you because you this is what you want to do. You want You, you want to branch out. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah, it it is. It really is amazing. Ms. Rihanna, are you there? Okay. Uh, Anything else? Any other questions? Uh, uh, Dr. Carr, you have anything else that you'd like to ask these ladies? I don't have any questions. I'm just uh, interested in uh, the total conversation because in South Arkansas, we have uh, what's called ministerial alliances where Preachers right. come together once a month to meet and to discuss issues pertinent to the community's health and wealth, and right. this would be That's an right. excellent tool to use. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked earlier about getting a written format for my review so I could take this Beautiful. to the president of our alliance, and we can get information, as Dr. Hedner says, across the South into the communities mm-hmm. through the, the influence of the black church and the black minister. Beautiful. And, and one way, ma'am, let me say this, one way that you can make that happen when you have your meetings is these ladies are happy to zoom in and and do a presentation uh, to any anybody's meeting anytime, okay. anywhere. Okay, that's great. I have a question for you. Let's talk about um, one of the questions I got. Let's just say someone misses um, a session where they, they miss a live one. Is this some type of recording or is it another place? Are you guys open where if, you, if someone puts together a massive group? Because I have people that's, on my, you know, that's around that's on the grind. They are really telling their friends and loved ones about it. Let's say they got 20, 40, 50 people together. Can someone easily jump on a Zoom and do it for them? Can they listen to a pre-recording? Let's talk about that for a second. Mm, good idea. Yeah, Dr. McKellar yeah, that's just what mentioned. Just, yeah, that's what that I just we said. We do have the Zooms, the global Zooms, five times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. But sometimes that evening time is not always convenient for a lot of people because 
Some people may work nights or whatever. So, yes, Ambassador Tashura and I do private Zooms. If you gather your people together, we would love to do a private Zoom with at least 25 or more people, absolutely. Okay. We can set that up. And we do do, we do, do those as well. And, oh, before, uh, before we get ahead, let me mention this because it hasn't been set yet. So phase one is the donation phase, but I also want yeah. to make everyone uh, aware that you're in this for the long run. You will also become an investor in the bank, and you will also yes. have the opportunity to have stock ownership as well. Right. That's just yeah, what I for, wanted to say. Those three phases, right. Perfect. Yes, perfect. Ownership. <laughs> Based on regions, I don't know yet. The amount of stocks each individual will have is based on regions and states and different countries. But we will uh, we will be discussing that in more details to follow. So, I, w- I want to pause for a moment. And uh, California Connection is on. She just sent me a message, uh, Miss uh, Lejay. And so I asked her to press one, just in case Miss Rihanna, our engineer, has gotten off for a second. So. Ms. Lejay, if you press one and come in, and then we could hear your voice. Are you there? Lejoy. <laughs> I think her line is not, Ms. Rihanna is off for a few minutes, so I think her line is not open. Just press one, if you will, and see if uh, if you can get in. Are you there? Ms. Lejay? Okay. Uh, apparently... Uh, Miss Rihanna doesn't have that line open uh, because we we have to we have to block our lines so to speak. I don't mean just you know to announce yourself because otherwise everybody would be trying to talk at the same time and we would not be able to be clear on on what everybody is saying. So uh, her line okay. is not open. So when Miss Rihanna comes back, we'll ask her to open her line. Uh, press okay. one and open that line up. Uh, it's very important uh, what uh, I think it was Miss Rhonda that just said uh, how uh, the process and the phases of which they're going to go through in order to be a part and that it's not you're not just not going to donate $10 and be gone. You actually become a part of, of a, a viable organization that's going to be building uh, banks and once again, it is really important uh, for me uh, to see uh, more minority-owned banks in this country. Ladies, anything yeah. else that you would like to share with us, please, by all means. Pastor Cooper, you have any questions of the ladies? No, just uh, enjoying listening and learning and thank them for their work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank them for their work. Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Can you oh, there me? you are. Hello. Yeah, that's Hello. Lady Lejay from California. I would just like to say top, top, top of the evening to everyone out there in beautiful America. And it's so amazing that uh, we are fortunate and blessed to have this amazing golden opportunity. And we are looking to be more financially independent and have financial intelligence, as the sister said. And I read somewhere that my father owns all the silver and gold, and he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he wants us to have some of it. So this opportunity, we just wanted to briefly, if you guys could just recap briefly or summarize the $2 at the $10 compounding 
uh, element of it, and I have several people on the phone, so thank you. And also to the pastor for that technology issue. That is certainly <laughs> something that's resonating with a lot of our elderly. And the fact that our young people are so computer savvy, they can help everybody through that. So thank you all. God bless. God be the glory. Thank you, Dr. McKellar. So much love, yes. Ambassador. So much love, Ms. Rhonda. Thank yes. you so much. Well, thank, thank you, you uh, California. Yes. Okay. All right. California. Uh, so we call her. She she actually uh, spends a lot of time on our radio network and television down this way, so we call her California Connection because she always connected us to what was going on in California. <laughs> that's, that's how she acquired that 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 name. So so she's not a, a stranger. Miss Rihanna knows her very well, and uh, mm-hmm. so she's great to hear your voice, California Connection. Oh, thank you, yeah, sister that girl. That's my April 10th. She's my April 10th twin. We're sisters yes. from another mother. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ms. Rihanna, did you have any questions? Uh, and because LeJay wants uh, them to reiterate the, because she has some guests that are listening in, and she wants to reiterate that. Do you have any questions before they, they go back to that piece again? Oh, no, I just, I love hearing them talk. I am fascinated. I, I am just right. in, in the uh, presence of brilliance here. Please have them recap. There you go. Uh, you're absolutely correct. Two brilliant young ladies. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so I'll turn it back over to you, ladies, and whichever one, uh, and give the layout a little bit more on, uh, on the $10 donation. Okay. Absolutely. I can start off and an ambassador can follow yeah. suit. So once again, it's a one-time $10 donation, and we're going to compound that for 15 days or 15 levels for a $1,662,840 payout at the end of your 15-day term. And I will say this, you will be charged an admin fee of $1,000. It's not out of pocket, so the payout is actually $163,840. But that $1,000 before you re- receive your withdrawal, $1,000 admin fee will be at, deducted from your funds. So, therefore, you would receive 162 instead of 163 Because once you sign in and you register your account and you're an active member, you will be assigned an admin. So, there is an admin fee of $1,000. We're building banks in every major city in the United States and globally. Short-term goals, three to five years. Atlanta, Georgia, Woodbridge, Virginia, and Florence, South Carolina. Long-term goal was to build hundreds of banks globally. What we're doing here is we're creating a way for us as a community to build, and not only build, to build, fund, and also manage our own banks so we don't have to rely on government funding. Tashara, did you want to add anything to that? Um, well, sure. You know what? Um, and, and like you were talking about the compounding, right, with the $10, um, all you have to remember is even though we need the 32,700 people, it's not going to be you, the individual, getting all of those people, right? You just have to focus. What we teach all the time is just focus on the two people that is the right two. That's it. As long as you focus on the right two, now your $10, of course, with the other two referrals that you get will become $20. Your new compound, of course, is $20. And now it's going to compound every time those referrals 
per two. So let's let's just think about it as ten dollars. That's that one person. They refer two people. That becomes twenty dollars. The new compound is twenty dollars. Those two people do the same exact thing that you have done, right? Now they're going to refer two other people. That twenty turns into forty. That forty turns into eighty. That eighty turns into one hundred and sixty. And now you are on day five or level five, and as you work your way down, it's going to get uh, higher and higher. Um, this is how Rhonda was mentioning earlier. We're going to get to that 327680 They split that in half. It becomes 163840 less a $1,000 admin fee. And guess what? We are all well on our way to, to duplicate that money moving forward. But what I want to leave you guys with as well is you want to have – uh, to pre-qualify people. We struggle with this a lot. We want to pre-qualify them, right? We just don't want to fill a position. We just don't want to fill a spot. I always tell people, I said, you get your two people that is the right two. How do I know they're the right two? Well, number one, they have to be ready uh, to pay their $10 donation. Number two, those two people that you choose to come in, make sure they have their two referrals. And you keep duplicating that all the way down. As long as you do that, you're not going to get stalled, you're going to be excited, and you're going to get your payout as well. Um, so that's just what I wanted to add to it. And um, it's very simple, guys. I don't want anybody focusing on the thousands of people. I just need you to focus on the right two that you bring in that will do the same exact thing that you did, and everybody will be well on their way. That's beautiful. <laughs> I like that. Don't focus on the thousand. Focus on two. That's, That's it. Easy. We all, we all, all of us have influence over at least two people that we know are reputable people that want to progress economically. I think we do, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's some yeah. people that will say, I, I don't have to. I know people, but I don't know if I can get the right to. The right to, your first two people won't see the vision probably. So if you tell 20 people, mm-hmm. maybe one might see the vision out of those 20 people. So it's really important that you find the right to and that they do attend a Zoom and also a training call as well so they are made aware of the mission and what needs to happen. So getting the right. wrong cue in place can be, can be an issue because they won't pay it forward. They just think that is as simple as filling the spot, and they will never get a payout if they do not duplicate the process. Okay, so the most important thing that each one of us who want to be a part of this or who are already a part of this, what do we need to accomplish? Just reiterate the most important thing that we need to accomplish in the first 15 days because that's the 15 levels. We talk about 15 days, and you already told us that if we stall for a couple of days, then it's going to end up being 17 days. So in the first 15 days, we need to accomplish Yes, the first 15 days. Yes, correct. And on day one, sometimes people can have, take their time. There's no rush to get in right away. So I'm telling my new friends that I'm sharing this opportunity with is go ahead and work on your people. Oh, I have 20. Okay, you want to get 40? Tell those 40 people to go ahead and grab their two. In the meantime, get all the training and the knowledge you want from the Zooms. In two or three weeks, you guys are all ready to come in one behind each other, and already on day one, you could actually achieve day five. 
So that's a way to expedite the process as well. So it is very possible for you to receive your payout in less than 15 days if it is done the right way. Right. And I'm glad you mentioned that because within, uh, what, about three days or so, we were at level three. Mm-hmm. Right. Was at yeah. Level three in about right three remote. days because, number one, I wanted everybody to hear about this, and that's why we invited the ladies to come to the show on Thursday, and that's why we have them right back here tonight uh, so that more people can hear uh, how they can progress to more economic wealth. So education is really important. Healthcare is really, really important. And you can, you can get, if, if you'll notice, people who have a little bit more wealth, they're able to take care of themselves a little bit better, right? They, they right. eat better. So when you eat better, mm-hmm. your health is better, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> okay. You know what I always say? You want to keep your health to enjoy your wealth. (laughs) There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because your um, health is your wealth, right? It is. It is. It really is. And what I really love, what I really love as well, is um, everyone wins and no one is left behind. That's what I love about the system. So let's say you get 10 people, you get 20 people. It's okay. Yeah, we only need two, but because we are our brother's and sister's keeper, we are going to pay it forward to somebody else. That's what we have been doing since we've been doing this. So we told a lot of people, right? But we had so many people left over, we had to place them somewhere. And what we did was we helped each other. However, the people that came in that we did help, we made sure they still got there too to pay it forward to somebody else. And so that's what we're advising everyone to keep doing. Everybody is going to win. No one is going to lose. We cannot just do it a certain way. We have to do it the right way. And we also educate how to do it from left to right, making sure everybody comes in position in the right place at the right time. And then at the end of the day, we all win. It's uh, 130,000. I'm just excited for what is taking place. This is the kingdom. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so I love this. It's so powerful. It's so amazing. We love to see people uh, knowing that, man, I've been praying for you. I, I, I was praying for this. I was praying for a change. And now change has come. And now all they have to do is just apply the work. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. And thank God for this amazing uh, radio station. Um, Dr. <laughs> Shirley and all of you guys, you guys are phenomenal. We are connected not by accident or by chance, and we give God all the glory. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, that's, I, I don't know if you want to make that a final comment, uh, but if there's not any other questions and you want ladies want to say anything before you exit, we're not throwing you off. We're here to 10 tonight. Uh, we usually have a few other things that we talk about and we will be talking about, but this was first and foremost and very important for us to get this out to our people. So if you wanted to, any final comments of anything that you want to, to say? <laughs> yes. So we'll just remember, once you get in, you only have two referral links for your two people. So do not send your referral link to anyone else. You still have access to send it to other people. But once that happens, is if you send it out to two people already, then you send out a link again to try to send it to a, a third person, then it alerts the IT team. Yes. And they are aware yes. of it. So be on the lookout, an admin will probably call you. 
So it, it means that you're okay. being, uh, you're not in compliance. So you do have two people only because if a third person tries to sign up with your link, it won't even allow them to. So That's right. the security That's right. is top notch with this company. So just so you know that, mm -hmm. you can only share it. If you do have other people, please reach out to people below you, and then maybe you can use one of their referral links to uh, help someone else that's okay. in need, okay? This is Crystal. Good. Good question. Good. I have a quick question. What if you send someone the link? Let's talk about sending someone the link because you think you have two people, and then the, maybe the second person changes their mind and, and doesn't want to do it. Um, can you also send a link to replace them, or once you send the link, that's it? No, once you send the link, that's it. You would need to contact right. your ambassador to sure, and admin will need to get involved. So if possible, we have to do a reset on your link. Right. Okay, okay so very we'll good. So let that first person know saying that, because some people actually do get in and register, but they don't fund. So, and they can change their mind. You know what, I thought about it. I don't want to be a part of this no more. So you can't send that link out to a third person because it will let that third person know this person's left and right side has been sealed already. The screen yeah. will tell them that. So then you would have no choice but to reach out to one of us. And I will, I will uh, add this to this, Rhonda, really quick. You know, most of the times when that happens, it's only because they were not on a presentation, right? They are not really informed on what's taking place. They heard something probably really good in that moment. So what we recommend is for them to get on that presentation to get the full knowledge of what needs to be done. Number two, before you send out the link, what we recommend is to call them again on that day and say, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, Mary, I'm sending you the link. Will you be able to register at this moment? Because when we send that link out, we want to make sure that they register and they make their payments and they have the two referrals and those two have their two. So I think if we kind of do that up front, we're going to kind of eliminate a lot of people saying, I changed my mind, I'm not sure. But I think the presentations are very, very vital to their journey so that they can get the knowledge and then apply what is needed. And then before we send that link out, we make sure that they're ready to sign up. If they're not ready to sign up that day and they say, give me until tomorrow, don't send the link, find somebody else. Very good. Excellent. Okay. Well, ladies, it has been an amazing pleasure to have you on mm -hmm. with us tonight. And uh, if, if none of the rest of the team members have any more questions, we're going to move over to the next segment of our show. We're not running away at all, uh, but we, we do talk about other things that are going on uh, in our world. And so uh, mental, mental health, mental illness is, is one of the issues that we kind of wanted to talk about tonight, and we want to talk about uh, our, our young lady uh, by the name of Carly uh, Russell, who actually, um, and, and anybody that's been keeping up with the news knows uh, what happened with her, and that she was driving along the uh, interstate, and she uh, allegedly said that she saw a baby that was walking along the uh, interstate, and she called 911, so then we said, yes, ma'am, go right ahead. I'm so, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I think Dr. Carr might have one final question. I just saw oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Time. Yes, go ahead, Dr. Carr. You have final. I thought I was kind of. In, I thought I was discreetly sending in a message to the group because I want to know <laughs> if I can offer my email address to the administration so that I can oh, be sorry. connected to the the whole uh, uh, the administration. Yes. And you and you can do that through me, Dr. Carr. I'll make Good. sure that I'll do it you get you. all the information. Okay. 
uh, and well. so forth, and, and we'll make. Is that okay, um, Ambassador and and Miss Rhonda? Yeah, because I think yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. You have a okay. access cord, so yeah. Feel free to, to send that to whoever needs it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll we'll make sure I'm you good. get all the information that you need. Thank, Thank you, you so I'm much, good. ladies, and feel free feel free to stick around uh, if you if You're you welcome. so choose. But, uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, mental illness, mental health, and uh, a little bit about, I think there was a, a recent article, I believe, uh, Miss Brianna, that just came out just a little early on this afternoon about Miss Carly. Can you p- pull that article up if you see it? And and, and so, so Dr. Uh, uh, Pastor Cooper, what what are your thoughts uh, uh, with this? Have you been tracking this pretty closely? I want to hear from from obviously Dr. Carr and Dr. Hagney, uh, but I'm, but we want to start with you, our psychologist. Uh, yes. to, well, uh, to Absolutely. Uh, is that Mr. Arthur? Yeah, I'm just that's uh, oh, uh, yeah, Hello, Mr. Yeah. It's about time you showed up, soldier. <laughs> I'm still down here, Mr. Fleming. Good evening, sir. I'm still down here at the Arts and Letters thing. I'm getting ready to leave. Uh, okay. I hear, you great, I hear you having a great conversation. The only thing I'm asking for tonight, so I just want to know, because I posted this picture, uh, what happened to Jamie Fox's daughter? But anyway, you know, y'all can look at the picture. Well, you got the hospital in. You know, look like you know, like they demelinated him or something. I saw it that and I was bewildered. Sick. I was bewildered. I saw the image and I was bewildered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. They don't, they, now you know on the internet, you know, they went crazy. They say he, they, they say they done cloned him. He's a, that's a clone. <laughs> no. Gosh. Well, well, so... let me put it to you like let me put it to you like this. If you uh-huh. if your body and you know that, Mr. Arthur, you've worked in the medical world, and, of course, Dr. Hagney in the medical world. But if you went through what supposedly Jamie Foxx's body went through, he said he died and came back. Uh, and, yeah. and if your body had gone through the transition that this young – I've seen people come in looking beautiful and left out of the hospital looking not so well. So, no, he felked great. Uh, no, he felt great. He looked well, great. He, he, looked very, he looked very. Di- he looked very different to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you guys yeah. agree? He looked very. I would agree. Like a stroke survivor. Like yeah. he had yeah. an aneurysm or a stroke yeah. and he survived. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he had a stroke. And he looks. He looks. He looks like he had been sick. <laughs> yeah. To me. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. he won't label it, and that's fine. But, yeah. uh, right. You know. I spent a lot of time, even before I finished my uh, degree in psychology, as a pastor right. and, and a preacher for 25 years and going into the hospitals. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not an MD, but when you're around that, you all nurses and what have you, doctors, sure. you know, sure. after you've seen the pattern, you know the symptoms. And, That's and right. That's right. We, we, we even call it when death is in the room and when the eyes are mm-hmm. rolling back and all of those phases, mm-hmm. you know, when you dealt with hospice and all of that stuff. He is exactly. a walking, living miracle, and I'm afraid to touch it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No need. No even. No need to touch it. Even. No I mean, thank it. God that he pulls through, yeah. uh, because mm-hmm. he said he thought he was a goner, so to speak. He thought he was out of here, 
And so once again, looking at him, he looks very, very different. He looks like a person who's been through a lot of sickness, some major illness. Absolutely. So, and and yeah. you talk about illness, uh, you know, we talk about uh, mental illness. I, I, I don't like the right. second word in that phrase. Uh, I try to, and, and it's just a habit of ours, I, I try to right. use the phrase mental health and, and yeah. well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people, especially those of us that's from the African American community, and especially those that are male, when when, right. when someone and you're going through divorces and and going through stress and jobs and just being black male, we don't want anyone to say that we have mental illness. That's right. Well, I'm just going to say this, Mike. Yeah. If, if, and God forbid, if I go in the hospital, if I come out a couple of days later, y'all need to ask me what was the name. Of the, of the rally we had in Austin. Make sure it's me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, well then, then here's the other side of that coin. Sometimes, Mr. Arthur, when, when you're looking at a person on television and you're looking at them in person, they look a little bit different sometimes. Television, mm-hmm. you don't always look the same on television as you do in real life. Because some people... Well, yeah, you're right. Who may be browner skin may look fairer skin because you got all the lighting and you got all of those things that make you look a little bit different. The makeup when you're on tel- the makeup, the whole nine yards. Yeah, you look a little yeah. differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying. Well, I, I was trying <laughs> to transition, uh, brother Arthur, to the lady and the subject and topic that we were talking about before you brought on uh-huh. our good friend from Taylor, Texas, Jamie Fox, and he is a friend of the family. Uh, right. You know, she admitted that she uh, lied uh, about everything that she she went through. So, and then uh, she's been bashed online, and everyone was giving her a hard time uh, because they said, "Oh, she she doesn't deserve the attention. She's a liar. She's this." But she lost her job. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. There, there, there's a mental health issue and crisis something yeah. triggered to there what, you go. to happen. Yeah. And so we call agree. it triggers. And I, I'm, I'm dealing with folks right now, and I'm more of a spiritual counselor because I, I decided I'm too busy with the things of the issue of the state and local uh, government and other issues of civil rights to go ahead and do mm-hmm. all of the, the work that I need to do to get certified to be, sit in the office therapist all day long. So I got yeah. the degree in psychology to accompany my divinity degree and bachelor's degree and all the other degrees in order to recognize schizophrenia, and I can't diagnose her, but the symptoms that I see, uh, mm-hmm. delusional, um, mm-hmm. all of the lying, uh, hearing the voices, all of those things right. lead towards what we would call schizophrenia. There you uh, and she alluded to all of that. And I, and I looked at several, and, you know, I, I remember APA, uh, looked at some of my empirical studies in, in, the, in the subject and the chapters and all of those things, which is what we do. So go back and look at empirical data. And uh, you're dealing with psychosis, delusions, uh, hallucinations. Uh, uh, and she's disoriented. Uh, she heard voices. All of these things. And you can apologize all day long because what happens is it's a waving pattern. Uh, there's medicine, thank God, out there. You don't have to take pills every day. You can take uh, – medicine that will last three and four months at a time. You can live with mm-hmm. schizophrenia. You'd be surprised how many people have bipolar schizophrenia disorder. Yes. And with yes. cognitive therapy, with lots of prayer, with spiritual mm-hmm. therapy, with the word of God, 
I mean, with all of those things, and and, and I, I deal with that uh, in the church. I deal with that. And you know it's amazing? People at big churches come to a small pastor, <laughs> and, I, and like they, they don't just buy a small <laughs> beginning because they don't want the world to know what they're going through. And so I see a lot right. of people. And I'm yeah. on the fifth floor, as we used to call it. I'm in uh, uh, the uh, high note unit out here, MHMR. And uh, the first thing I, I, I try to do with the patient is give it their uh, nurse practitioner, uh, the general uh, practitioner, and get them mm-hmm. some medication to get the mind back in, uh, in on track. Because a lot of times they get off sure. the medication. You'd be surprised how many people... Mm-hmm. Are, are, are consuming the medication, and then they relax right. or don't yeah. have the money uh, or yeah. don't, don't, yeah. don't have the availability to it or whatever. Yeah. And so and you may be living with someone and not know it, and right. all of a sudden there's a trigger or there's an episode, as we call it, and you can't do anything spiritually. You can't do anything for them. You can't give them a word. Or, or God. They're not hearing you. So the first thing we have to do is, is treat the mind get them back center, yeah. and yeah. I have a, a cousin that is almost like my brother. I'm still, I was seven years old. And so this is real. This one, this is like, uh, hmm. I don't no. know where that came uh, from. Uh, and <laughs> we don't know where that came oh. from. Yes, I thought yeah, I don't know. But this is real, and, and it's me- mental health is an issue. Dr. Hagney, go ahead. I think you want to jump in there. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, what uh, mental health is going to be called trauma in the future. Uh, again, this is where, uh, like in a lot of disease area, we talk about the octopus plant. Uh, the, what we have to also start at ground zero, and that's what uh, state and groups are doing. They admit they don't understand the known health needs in the black community. They are honest about that. I mentioned earlier about the data. It is critical to create that data site I was talking about because uh, in, in you measure that and then also use that for your tra- Hello? I lost Dr. Edney's voice. I, I believe his, yes, his, his call dropped and Dr. McKellar's call dropped. I don't know okay. what happened there either. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm calling back in any second. Who got dropped? Dr. Edney and uh, Dr. McKellar. Oh, here's Dr. McKellar. Yeah, I'm, I'm back now. Okay. I got dropped. Okay. Dr. Hackney <laughs> dropped as well. Oh, hey, hey, hey. And sure, I was just about to say I got I got y'all out of myself, and then you showed back that so. No, no, you know, you know, I'm quick. I get right back to that number. Bang, and there I am. Well, the only the, and Doctor is Doctor Hackney back? Not yet. Yeah, I hope he knows oh, yeah. to dial back in. Maybe Miss Brianna, you can send a message on our a chat yes. and and uh, and see. Um, but 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 here here's here's what I I wanted to say that people are living every single day, functioning yeah. Yeah. each day with a lot yeah. of mental health issues. A lot of them. A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of them. I'm talking about a the nurses, lot. You, you got to see it, especially you know, 
uh, in 79, 80, 85 in the military. And the military that's has right. a lot of and, That's right. And, and, and it was untreated. It was untreated. Absolutely. Yeah, untreated. Many of them are untreated. Absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. untreated. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct. So I, she was a nursing, she is a nursing student. She was working mm-hmm. at a spa. And I understand mm-hmm. that she was having some difficulties with her boyfriend. I believe well, I read yes. that someplace. Uh, yes. But she, but but it, if if you really look at it from the beginning to the end, and then when you saw her driving down the street, if you listen to if you listen to that uh, video and her voice, there was there was no no infections in her voice at all. I mean, it was just just. <laughs> No, just nothing. I mean, it was like she right. said, "Oh, I see baby. I see a baby walking down the." I mean, if if, if one of us saw a baby on the freeway walking down the street, like, oh my goodness, there's a baby. There's a baby walking oh, down the street. Fr- exactly, yeah. we come to a screeching Absolutely. halt, and 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 immediately, right. and, and and then you would you would be your voice would be in such a high pitch when you're talking to the nine one one people. Mm-hmm. Hurry up and get somebody here quickly. There's a little baby, mm-hmm. and then you may be a afraid to get out of your car and get out there because you don't know if, if there's really a baby out there that somebody, yeah. some idiot may be down in the uh, the uh, uh, ravine down there waiting for you to get out so that they can rob you or whatever. You know, you don't yeah. know. So there was nothing with her voice. It was just a plain voice with no excitement. <laughs> Would you agree? Which, just, which also sounded like a very typical cry for help, which can That's sound exactly like it's correct. not right, not with not crying for the words that you're saying, but that no inflection in your tone, that that yes. lack of emotion, you know, saying That's right. That's right. saying what your delusion is, or saying what some, something that you've made up for whatever reason. It, cries for help when we're talking about yes. our mental health look yes. like all kinds of different things, and that's one of them. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Well, they also well, uh, destroying our character on on the uh, yes on the Everywhere. on the websites and media, and, and that's a shame. That's the reason why people don't reach out for help. It is and, a shame. And that's that's right. exactly so correct. She'll, she'll go back, yeah, she'll go back to her shell, and she'll never receive the help that's that right. she actually needs. That's right. Yeah, that's and exactly there'll be many right. others okay. out there just like her. And they're going to say, well, I can't yeah. do anything. If she can survive that, what am I to do? Yeah. Right, exactly. And, and the sad part, right. you know, I was thinking, will, will this young lady, because she, will she get some time for this? Because she, she involved 911. There was the, uh, mm-hmm. she, all of these law enforcement people that cost a lot of money. Right, mm-hmm. that cost a lot of money yeah. out there. There was Secret Service. There was all kinds of people, law enforcement people, that were out there looking for her. But I think, I think that they kind of knew even at the at the beginning. I think they kind of knew, but they yeah. were out there searching for her. But don't you kind of feel mm-hmm. that there's that some people kind of I'm talking about the law enforcement people that they kind of thought that it was all, all that was a hoax from the beginning. They knew from that CCTV footage that there was no exactly. baby. Exactly. There you they, go. They kind of, and her family was sounding the alarm. Right, right. And her right. family said from the very beginning, we are very concerned about her mental state and, you know, the, a possible crisis that could be looming here, uh, that she's going through something, that this is not in her normal character. 
And mm-hmm. and exactly. I remember, you know, we're texting the group that day. I know we all had that on our mind because it right. could have been, right. you know, a trauma trigger. It could it could be that sure. he is on medication newly mm-hmm. and, and not responding it. well to it. You know, yeah, I mean, I, personal experience, I had a, after postpartum depression, I was on a medication that I thought was working for me, and I sure. ended up having serotonin syndrome from it. And right. it it was absolutely horrifying to realize that what you think is happening in reality is not happening. It's it's terrifying. And you don't know like there are all these all of these news stories are saying, Well, she lied. She admitted she lied. We don't know that she has admitted that she lied because we don't yeah. know what her mental uh her right. cognitive capacity was at that time. So to call right. it a, a lie yeah. oh. and, and deceptive yeah. deliberately is not fair because we have no clue. It could be any number of things that so That's many right. of us mm-hmm. go through. Yeah. Um, I, I apologize. Agree. I got lost while ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yes. Me and you both. Go ahead, Dr. Hatch. See, actually, this is a lesson for America. It, it documents how yes. much we don't know about health care. And how yes. we, uh, uh, you know, from even from great through long through uh, public uh, health systems and everything, this is just classic. Uh, what we need to do is talk and see what what we learn from this. I'm not going to talk yes. about her history yes. and everything, but that, you know, this probably, well, not the first time something happened in life, but we need to look at this and see what we, what should we learn from this, the police department and everybody. Because I guarantee yes. you that this this going to happen again. It's been happening and hadn't been reported. Yes. And so right. that's what we right. have to stop and say, what are we learning from this? All these people who saying all this, that don't know anything about health care, i let you know that's those right. people don't listen. Don't listen to them in the future. You know, we listen mm-hmm. to too many people. And so mm-hmm. that I would say we need to use this as a learning uh, lesson. What do we learn from this? Mm-hmm. Police department, everybody. And, you know, well, it's thing. interesting that the po- I'm glad you mentioned uh, the police department, uh, Dr. Hagney, because it was interesting. They said the the chief of policemen says whenever Carly is ready to talk, we'll talk to her. They didn't run out and try to arrest her and bring charges. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there, I don't think there's been any charges pressed against her so far. I'm not, not saying yet, that no. it will not be, but I, I yes, I didn't think so, and. Um, and, and they said, and the police chief said, she needs to get rest. So Ms. Yeah. Rihanna just said she may be already on medication, and we just did not know that because they're not, they haven't mm-hmm. put her medical history actually out there. But right. the, the mere fact that the police uh, chief says she needs to rest would lead you to think that she has had some, some issues. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So, and she did issue through her attorney for anybody who uh, hasn't read this update. She, she did issue through her attorney a very sincere, genuine, heartfelt um, apology to all of the uh, first responders and you know the resources that this ended up, you know taking from the community, um, which I would argue it's not taking any resources. That Those resources were used on a woman who was in trouble. 
Um, but right. her apology addressed any concerns that anybody has who might be saying whatever kind of thing, you know, that they are saying. Um, I know a, a murder victim's family uh, just came out 10 hours ago and said she needs to apologize. Well, she had already issued that apology. So she, right. her family is helping her through this to handle this the appropriate way and to address sure. the the public as well as she can uh, through an attorney because this this level of stress and scrutiny on her is only um, bound to exacerbate things. But she has oh, issued all of yes. the apology and everything. Yes, right. But, right. but in that, but in that, in that her way of acting for help. Exactly. When your call drops, that's what that, we were saying. Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah. See, that's that's where America is so lacking in healthcare education. Oh my we God. Can't even recognize, we, we can't even recognize when someone asks them for help. That's a right, positive right. move right there. She did, of course, there are right. a lot of other things she could be doing, but deep down, she's asking for forgiveness. That she exactly. Said, we, 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 yeah. We're missing that. And that we're missing that in healthcare when people are asking for help. We see this yeah. throughout the rural areas in all sorts of ways. They don't have money to pay for the prescription. Someone might uh, overstrive a expensive prescription. They ask them for help. Uh, communicate okay. with them. That's why I was telling everybody, read that book, Plantation Life in Texas. Then that will get you to understand a person's background. Then you will understand how to approach that individual. This is a classic example. The system didn't know how to approach her. She told well, well, the, the, the social media was saying all kinds of things. They even said she was at a red roof inn, and she oh, said wow. not. She told uh, is Anthony her boyfriend or whomever Anthony was uh, that she was not at the red roof inn. So it has never really been said exactly where she was during that forty nine hour span that she was gone, mm-hmm. and then she walked back. She got out of her car, which is, I think they said it was a Mercedes-Benz. I don't know if it's her car or her parents' car or who, whose car it was, but she got out of her car and left her car. Now, who does yeah. that? She just right. gets out of their car and just leaves it unless right. there's a problem that has a person that has some issues and problems. Yeah. Yeah. But, so what do you say, Mr. Arthur? Did we lose Mr. Arthur as well? I think he's walking through a loud room. He may have muted. Not oh, oh yes, yes. I think that was him. Yes, that's that's right. Uh, uh, Dr. Carr, what are your thoughts? I think, I think, uh, in in listening to the, the reports I've heard, we should, as Dr. Hadney and Pastor Cooper have said, before we become judges, we should yes, become sir. examiners of the mm-hmm. issue and the cries that people make for help. Yeah. So that when we yeah. properly examine uh, the behavior and get to the bottom of it, then we'll know how to react so that the person who has been crying out for help all along. Mm-hmm. So I think yes, it's so true that we are so quick to go on the social media and we're so quick Amen. to decide that she was crazy or whatever the case may yeah. be. And there are so many facts that have been uh, not uncovered as of yet that will complement right. the totality of the uh, of the person's life. And I see it like this. This young woman could be my daughter. This young that woman could be true. a relative oh, of mine. Goodness. And yeah. I would certainly not want a relative of mine to be scarred for the balance of their yeah. days 
because yeah. the public, the general public, misinterpreted what was yeah. wrong with her. So I think we got to yeah. be careful to to take the judge robe off and put on the yeah. examination <laughs> robe first. Yes, and the I like that. Robe, yes, and then get to I the like that up. too. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. That's brilliant. I think it's imperative <laughs> that we do that. Yes, sir. Perfect. Absolutely. Take off the judge well, robe. I like that. <laughs> Well, the other thing, too, is that think, think about, mm-hmm. well, th- think about um, they asking her to um, apologize so yes. soon. Right. Uh, medication, if she hasn't been on it, hasn't taken its right. course. Uh, and if she's right. been off, it has okay. it takes at least six days to 30 mm-hmm. days to get back into the loop, yes. if that's the case. And then she needs mm-hmm. treatment, especially because of the things she just went through. Absolutely. So, I mean, yes. the, the world's asking for an apology, is looking for that. These are the things that we as civil rights activists go out and speak out about, about making sure that our officers and our public officials know how to deal with mental illness. And we need yes, to call exactly. it what it is, and mental health awareness. That's right. We need to make right. sure that we come along her side and remind the public that, hey, this, like he, Dr. Uh, Carr just said, this could have been your daughter your granddaughter, yeah. your niece, yeah. your loved one. That's so we have to speak up for her for also. You. Yeah, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, mm-hmm. well, I think that they call this a Class A misdemeanor, right, which means that she could serve up to one year uh, in, in, in jail or mm-hmm. she would have to do a year of labor, I think, for the uh, – what, what do you call it um, – you, you know the uh, term. Service. I can think right. Community service. service. Yeah, yeah. Community, service. Community, that's it. That's a community, community. service. Community, uh-huh. uh, a year mm-hmm. of community service, which which I, I'd i like to see that part happen to her. I'd like for her not to have a criminal record, especially oh, no. when right. it's pretty obvious that she's, she's got some mental incapacities that are going right. on with her. But to even to even pull off something like that, people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are thinking clearly, just would not do uh, such a exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and she was—I don't know what year of nursing student, but I know she was at the College of Nursing, <laughs> studying to become a nurse. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she, you know, and, and but then you, a, a lot of people on social media are looking at other aspects of it. They say uh, that it, it's it's going to make it very difficult for if a black girl is missing because suddenly uh, there was a yell and then supposedly she went missing, that we already know in this country that they don't go and look for black girls uh, at the level that they should. A lot of missing Mm -hmm. black women in this country right now. And uh, so so that's some of the things that they're saying on social media, that people won't look for us when we're lost. uh, Somebody What is this this black girl's? crisis and the, what she went through, how on mm-hmm. earth, and I'm not an expert, I'm just, and I'm, you know, I'm, I don't mean to dispute any experts who are saying that, but just the social media crew. No, this how, is so, there you go. How is her crisis going missing, no matter how it happened, any right. less an issue? How does it take away from that issue? She is in that group of people. For that time, she is going through that crisis and missing. She is still in that group of people. Uh, yeah. The benefit yeah. of the doubt is not being given to her 
much like it's not often given to women of color, African-American women, Native women who go missing. Uh, you yeah. know, you, you hear things about, well, what was their lifestyle? What's go you know, questioning the victim. Why, yeah. It's the same issue. It's the same exact issue. If we just yeah. start to look at all of these situations, she, nobody, no calculated mastermind of pulling off a gone girl does it like this. This was a crisis. She was missing. Her family was terrified. Her friends were terrified. Her boyfriend was terrified. She was likely terrified going through this. Sure. This wasn't a calculated plan. She is in that group of women of color who go through something, whatever that is, whether it's a kidnapping or a mental health crisis, and go missing. And they have to be looked for, cared for. Uh, that's why I said I don't think these resources were wasted. They, they, sure. Lord only knows she could have ended up in the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. have been found in the river when they go out of their car and right. go off it. Right. Who knows what it could have happened? She was one of sure. those missing women. And sure. she shouldn't, you know, the benefit of the doubt is what's lacking there and missing so many times. And it needs to just be taken not detracted from any of that. It should highlight missing women. Understood. Makes makes good sense to me. Okay. Well, you know, the number Damn. sixty thousand uh, African American women that are missing, and yes. and so they try to diminish the the importance of that by, yes. by saying, well, uh, the way that she went. Out. They, they didn't say, when they say you're missing, they don't say how you came up missing. The teenage right. girl. And they didn't say if she's African American, white, or Hispanic, but the one that they just found uh, ran away from home, and the guy picked up a gunpoint from Texas, ended up in San Diego with her, and released her. I uh, know uh, uh, the police officers got her because she wrote a letter. I mean, uh, uh, on a napkin that uh, helped me, and so they, yeah, they right. were able to capture her. Right. That's right. Uh, her, her 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 person, and so she she escaped. But no That's one right. ever qualified and said that, you know, she shouldn't be counted as the missing because she ran away from home. But I knew then, and maybe I'm wrong, but no one told me that this woman was African-American because mm-hmm. they still consider her under the de- definition and heading of missing. But if you ran away from home, how are you missing? She admitted she ran away from home. Her parents said she ran away from home. And she was running to her friends to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't miss. Oh, really? I yes. missed that part to go to Australia? Yeah, she, she was going to Australia. Oh. And so the, the person that waved the gun at her and told her to get in the vehicle, and he uh, uh, oh. raped her repeatedly, and she feared for her life, and she got into the vehicle, and she didn't escape until he stopped at the laundromat, and she wrote on right. a napkin, Please help me. Help me. Uh, yes. and, right. I uh, saw the help. But she admitted. Yeah, she admitted that she was running away from home, walking on the freeway, and her wow. family said, yeah, she ran away from home, and her friend said, yep, we're going to meet up, and we're going to go to Australia. And and he said he's going to take her on a cruise to get to Australia. Wow. Now, is that missing? So I didn't hear the rhetoric that we hear. It's always exactly. rhetoric when it comes to – People yeah. with melanin and African-American and Hispanic, yeah. it's always something yeah. 
that, that creates. So that last, I asked the question, who's delus- delusional here? Who's schizophrenic? The people that pose these questions. Hey, who's bipolar? Who needs the medication? Our, our media that's repeating the story. You know, again, we, yeah. so we have to correct the, the, the poor news, the misguided news, and we are the news, yeah. Arthur. Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, have, we have the news. We, we have the microphone. We are the news. We have the microphone. And, and, and again, I, I'm going to continue to watch this story and see how it unfolds. Yeah. And then as we have people like Dr. Dr. Freddie Haynes and I think Arthur spent some time with him tonight and others that's in position to make a difference and sound the alarm and say, hold on a second. We want the Absolutely. same consideration. We want the That's same right. treatment. And we want to make sure that our voices are heard for our people also. And every person is our people. But it seems like mm-hmm. we of melon descent <laughs> get mistreated and, and it, it, someone has to come to the defense. That's yeah. right. Beautiful. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. Okay. Yes. Well, we're not going to beat up on her here because uh, no. of this show because that's people really need us when they're in snafus like this. Yes. And uh, yes. And so that I'll end it with that. That's that's where we can say we're here to support her getting the help that she needs in order mm-hmm. to get back to some form of normalcy in her life. Yes. It's 9.56, so everybody can take their uh, their final comments. We didn't get a chance to cover a couple other things. We know that uh, uh, the former uh, guy that stayed at the White House for a period of time, four years, uh, got, has one more piece of paper. That's, that's, yeah, there you go. That came to his front door. So, so. Oh my goodness! I don't know, but anywho, we'll go to we'll go to uh, Dr. Carr first and give your final comments for the evening on whatever it is you want to comment on, and then we'll go to Dr. Hadney, and then we come to Pastor Cooper, and then me, and then we'll let Miss uh, Miss Rihanna take us out. Well, this discussion has been to Chapter Four of uh, my book, Resurrecting the Black Mind, where you might gain some insight into how the mass media impacts uh, uh-huh. mental health and impacts yeah. intellectual health, uh, especially yeah. black people. So uh, get my book, uh, and you can read about how this subject kind of intertwines with what I wrote in Chapter 4, Mass Media, Politics, and Religion, the Impact on the African Mind. Very beautiful. I'll put a link in the description for the book. <laughs> yes, do that. I'll, yeah. I'll, again, I'd like to uh, bring us back to the t- uh, what I said earlier, about uh, black lifespan, almost six years less than white uh, in America. Yeah. Uh, we need yeah. to seriously look at uh, what occurred in, in uh, our life expectancy, and which include all these drugs. But we need to talk about uh, health care and be concerned about what's happening to us. And also, do not forget COVID is still here and continue yes, uh, to take everyone. Yes. Amen. Amen. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Ed. Yes. Uh, let's yeah. see. Uh, Pastor Cooper. All right. Since Dr. Carr brought up his book, I'm going to bring up the good book. The Bible says, <laughs> a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. <laughs> and then when, when, yeah, amen. And when people start reporting the news on people like our young lady tonight, since y'all said we're going to make that uh, mental health awareness uh, an issue, I want everyone to understand this is that we all need some help at some time. 
Okay, Amen. Sometimes we, we all need to know, and it's okay. Everybody say it with me. Y'all going to make me preach. Say, say, your neighbor. Okay. say neighbor. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay, okay to get the milk. Okay. To get some milk. Get some milk. <laughs> get some milk. Get some milk. <laughs> Amen. You don't have Amen. to be embarrassed. Amen. Can I add to that? You don't have to be embarrassed. If you need you don't have to be embarrassed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You don't have it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Nothing I want to be here. I, I want yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. And I whatever, know we all have to be Right. Well, whatever it takes to keep my uh, chemicals in, uh, my chemicals balanced and not imbalanced. Hey, right. hey, Go ahead, Pastor. Amen. And quickly, you know, and you have a PhD, Dr. Hagen, PhD, and Dr. Carr, PhD. And I'm working on a PhD, I had to put on hold. But even when I was working on my Master's of Divinity, we had accountability classes. There was a class yes. of accountability. And, mm-hmm. and there were other people that already had their PhD, and they would sit us down, and there are three points that we had to check on, our, our physical well-being, our mental well-being, and financial even, and all of those things. You need to have someone that holds you accountable to a yes, sound yes. mind. That's yes. all right. It's all yours, Miss Brianna. Yes. <laughs> wow. What a show. And I just I'll go back to what I used to always say at the end. Just love yourselves and love other people around you. Yes. All of us need yes. each other every yes. single yes. day. All of us do. None of us would be here without one another. So this, this was a great show. Amen. Yes. Amen. And we will be back here on Thursday for A View from the Top. And then we'll be back here next Monday night, same time for Marvelous Monday. We appreciate you. And good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, 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 glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots we on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. glory, glory, oh, glory, glory, now 
around for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be Good night. See you on next week.